I don't know if there's a greater sound than hearing that people interacting with joy and kindness towards one another. I have been in pastoral ministry for over 30 years. And throughout that time, there have been several, many occasions when coming into a worship service, I've been prepared with a message or whatever. And in the course of that service, feel the Holy Spirit want to go a different direction. I feel that this morning. This has never happened with me at the Canton campus. So I feel a little uneasy stepping out where I'm stepping. But I just felt like in our worship that the Holy Spirit was saying to, to do something different. And in our worship, the, the, the thing that kept coming to me was this, the idea of being still. We were talking about the desire of His presence or singing about it and, and, and being still before Him. And I really felt the Lord take me to a particular place in Scripture, but as our worship unfolded and it came to a close and we were transitioning into talking about the, the, uh, making the move offering, which by the way, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This place isn't here without you. You are why we're here. Why we're able to move where we're moving to. Because God's honoring you. But as Pastor Jeremy was talking about the making the move, and I thought, well, maybe, maybe this isn't, maybe I'm not supposed to change directions. I didn't even know we had a mission moment video to show. I've never even seen that mission moment video. I'm a good pastor, but I don't know half the stuff we do around what we do, so don't. <laughs> and when Jacob was talking about him leaving that church after the pastor talking about persecution and the threat, and walking, leaving there and saying, Lord, why have you abandoned them? Why have you left them? up there on that mountain. Why, why are you letting them go through that? And then two weeks later, the whole thing shifts. I really felt like, okay, yeah, this is what the Lord wants me to talk about. And I just want to share a few moments because I, I, I believe what the Lord is saying is there's some people in here who feel like, Lord, why have you left me up on this mountain? Where are you? Why are you doing what you're doing or letting me go through what I'm going through? And the place the Lord took me during our worship was to Exodus 14. I don't have any PowerPoint. If you happen to have a Bible or a Bible app and you want to turn there, just do that quickly because I want to share and then I want to, I want to pray for you. I want, to, I want you to see God. Change the course of where you are. See, the God that Jacob was just talking about, the God that changed the course of that church upon that mountain, 
is the same God in this room right now. I believe He wants to change the course in some people's lives, some families' lives, some businesses' lives in this room. In Exodus 14, this is where Moses has, and the people of Israel have marched out of Egypt. And they're at the Red Sea. I want you to, if you don't have a Bible, listen real close or look on with somebody that may be next to you that does. And in verse 1 of Exodus 14, the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn back and encamp near, and I have no idea how to pronounce that word. They're just encamping near a weird place with a weird name. You know, if I had prepared, I'd have looked up how to pronounce it, but I didn't prepare for this, and the Holy Spirit hasn't given me how to pronounce it, so there it is. You can read it for yourself. That location is between Migdal and the sea. Now listen to this. He said, the Israel, he, 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 Tell the Israelites to turn back and go to camp there. They are encamped by the sea directly opposite Baal Zephon. Pharaoh will think the Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert, because this location where the Lord is telling the Israelites to go is not a strategic place to go if you're trying to escape an enemy. It's the worst place you can go because it's hemmed in by the mountains and the Red Sea. You're just stuck. And there's only one way out unless you're going to go across the sea. And that's the way you came. And the Lord is saying, go there. He's leading them into this place that looks like a trap. He's taking them to a mountain where it looks like there's no way out. And, it, and, and Pharaoh is thinking, we got them, guys. And maybe you feel that way. Maybe you feel like you are hemmed in. Maybe you feel like, I don't, I don't see a way out of this. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know how my family's going to get out of this. I don't know how our marriage is going to get out of this. I don't know how my kids are going to get out of this. You feel hemmed in. And maybe you even feel like, Lord, I believe you led us here, or at least you let us get here. Look what happens next. Verse 4, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. He will pursue them, but I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all of his army and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Can I tell you wherever you are, however hemmed in you feel, however trapped you feel, if you know God and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, let me just tell you, you are set up right now to show forth the glory of God. See, that's the beauty of God. There's not one broken, messed up, entrapment place that we may feel in our lives that He will not, if we will trust Him, use for His glory. Look what happens. So the Israelites did this, verse 5, when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about them and said... What have we done? We've let the Israelites go and have lost their services. So he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him. He took 600 of the best chariots along with all the other chariots of Egypt. With officers over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh king of Egypt. So that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. Say boldly. Listen. Wherever you are. 
wherever you are. Be bold where you are. They marched out boldly. Whatever condition you find yourself in, whatever hemmed in place it may feel like to you, I encourage you, don't cower down. Be bold. Stand there knowing, okay, here I am. I don't know why I'm here or really how I got here, but here I am. I don't know where it's going to go from here, but this is what I know. I know this. God's not going to leave me here. God's going to do something. God's going to move. I can be bold where I am. I'm not going to shrink back from who I know I am and who I know I am in the Lord and what the God, Lord has promised unto me. I'm going to be bold where I am. And then look what goes on and says, The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pursued the Israelites and overtook them as they camped near the sea of the place I can't pronounce, opposite Baal Zephon. The enemy's coming. He's got a big army. And it's interesting in this story, God said, let's Pharaoh go. He says, go. He's the one motivating Pharaoh to do what he's doing. He's the one motivating the enemy to go after his people. Why? Because he's about to humiliate the enemy. God is about to humiliate your enemy. God is about to humiliate whatever is pursuing you. Whatever is trying to undo you and destroy you. God is about to make a course correction. He goes on. They were ter- uh, verse 10, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better us for serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. And maybe you've had those kind of conversations with God. We were better off where we were. I thought you were leading us to a better place. I thought trusting you meant it was going to get better. I thought you were going to do some greater things. Here we are. You should have left me back where I was. Maybe we've had those kind of conversations. I've had those kind of conversations with God. There's one point in time a couple of years ago when I just wasn't happy with where the church was. I'm talking about Mount Perrin North. We had just launched this campus and things that I thought were going to happen at our Marietta campus didn't happen. I thought if we launched this, there were going to be some certain things that took place, and it didn't. In fact, it went the other way. Stuff I thought that might happen at the Meredith campus when we launched Canton, it went the opposite direction, and I was mad. I was frustrated, and I just, I just, I told God off. Anybody in here ever told God off? Don't be shy. I mean, you're still living. You're here, so that's one thing. I mean, I'm standing here to testify he didn't strike me down. But I remember, I remember so frustrated early in the morning one day, driving to the Meredith campus. It's about 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm heading there to my office to, just to, for the work day. And I just told God, I said, okay, fine. This is your church. If this is the way you want it, fine. You want it to not be able to financially make it, fine. You want us not to grow, fine. 
You want all these people to be griping and complaining? Fine. It's your church. If that's the way you want it, so be it. You can just do with it what you want to. And honest to God, I felt this thing in my heart say, finally. You've let it be my church. We were better off in Egypt. Is this what you want? Okay, here we are. No place to go. Verse 13. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Look at your neighbor and say, Do not be afraid. Listen to what he says. Do not be afraid. Stand firm. Be bold. And you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you. If you're reading it with me, say it with me. Today. When? Today. When? Today. What's he going to bring? Deliverance. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Oh, man. Just be still. Be still. Stand firm. Don't be afraid. God is bringing deliverance today. I don't care what the enemy looks like. I don't care how much his army is. I don't care how big. I don't care how close. I don't care how much he's uh, coming down on us. God is there. God is there. Be still. That's what he was saying to me when I was in the car, just yelling at him, this is what you want for your church. It was like, saying, Mark, just be still. Be still. I got this. You just be what I want you to be where I have you. I love what it says next. Verse 15, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. And then the next part of the story is Moses raises the staff, the water parts, and across they go. Let me tell you something. For every place you find yourself hemmed in, the Lord has a Red Sea that he's about to part on your behalf. Be still. Your deliverer is right there. Stand firm. Be bold. Move forward. Watch God deliver you today. I don't know who I'm speaking to. It may be me. It may be me. I don't know. But here's what I want to do. I want to pray. I want to give you an opportunity to kind of move forward, if you will, and let us pray with you at where you are for the deliverance, you, your family, your business, whatever it might be in your life, where you find yourself captive, where you need a course change in where you are that God wants to bring. If 
you're an elder or, or one of our prayer team, altar team, I want you to step out very quickly and just come forward if you would, please. I'm going to invite everybody to stand if you would. I want, to, I want to thank you for your sensitivity. I want to thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit, I believe, to move this way. If you're thinking, wow, he just didn't have anything prepared and he's shooting from the hip, then you don't know. You're not, you don't know me. Plus, I got the PowerPoint to prove it. I had something else planned. I, I really believe this is the way the Holy Spirit wanted me to go. I'm going to invite you for the moment to just bow your head and close your eyes. Who in here would say to me, who's going to be bold, say, Pastor Mark, man, this word that the Lord gave to you to speak right now in this moment, it's for me and my family. I want you to raise your hand good and high. Okay. Then I, I can't see half of it because of these lights, but I did see hands. I believe the Lord wants you to take the next step and be bold and move forward. and Come down and find one of these and let them pray for you. And if, the, if, if, if you've got to wait for somebody to get prayed for, just stand there and wait. Pastor Sean said it a moment ago in the, in the leading of our worship. We're going to give the Lord his opportunity. We're not going to rush this thing. But you raised your hand. As Pastor Sean and Alan lead us, you step out, you come. You come to any one of these prayer people and let them pray for you. You stand there and wait till somebody else has prayed for you if you have to. But don't miss what God wants to do in your life today. Father, in the name of Jesus... Holy Spirit, do what you want to do in this moment, in this time. This is your time. This is your time. It's your time. Change your people today. Change your people today, God. In Jesus' name, you raised your hand. You make your way down and let these folks pray with you right now. You come. Nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed about. Take your time. Be patient. Move forward. We got prayer people all the way over here, here in the middle. You just be patient. Now, Father, in Jesus' name, we believe there has been a change of course in many lives here today. <laughs> we believe there's been a lot of red seas that have parted for your people here today. Help us now to not be afraid to stand firm, to be still, and see your delivering hand at work. For your praise, your glory, and your honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit today.